0: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. Ballots are now being counted for the election committee election. The first vote since Beijing revamped Hong Kong's electoral system. Lawmaker Alex Mack has said the election committee incorporates many representatives from the grassroots. And a social welfare candidate says competition in his subsector has been tough. The results of the election committee polls are expected to come in shortly, in the first of three local elections after Beijing's revamp of Hong Kong's electoral system. About 4,380 voters cast their ballots for about a quarter of the 1,500 seats. The turnout rate was around 90 percent, and the chief executive Carrie Lam says this shows that different subsector members support the new system. Our reporter Damon Pang is covering the results from the convention center in Wan Chai, and he brings us the latest. Thank you, Vicky. Uh, officials started counting the votes at around nine o'clock. Some candidates are waiting for the results here at the convention center. There are about there are competitive races in thirteen out of forty subsectors, and in some of them, such as uh, legal and technology and innovation, all eligible voters cast their ballots. Constitutional Affairs Minister Eric Tong dismissed suggestions that this was a small circle election. He said one shouldn't aim at having keen competition in the polls and that a good democratic system that suits Hong Kong, he says, is one that ensures only patriots rule Hong Kong. After the changes, the election committee expanded by 300 seats to 1,500, while the total number of eligible voters went from around a quarter of a million to less than 8,000. The body will, of course, choose Hong Kong's next chief executive and the largest grouping in the new legislative council. Thanks, Damon. That was Damon Pang with that update. Meanwhile, Federation of Trade Unions lawmaker Alice Mack, an ex-officio member of the election committee, has denied claims that the body isn't representative enough. It has uh, incorporated many representatives from the grassroots and uh, I'm confident that the voice of our grassroots has been well represented. When you look into the composition of the election committee, uh, they have a, a representatives from the commercial sector, from the labour sector, and also representatives from the local organisations, community organisations. One of the voters, Hoi Huiwa, the chief executive of the Hong Kong Council of Social Service, was asked how representative the election was. Yes, uh, in the past we have seats in the, the election committee. Now our share uh, is only uh, 36. seats. I hope that uh, in future the the elected members, they can uh, try their best to express our views and try to, you know, influence more other election committee members so that more people can hear the voices of the welfare sector and especially uh, those of the disadvantaged groups. Tik Chi-Yun, a social welfare candidate, says the turnout rate of over 90% in his subsector this year is higher than previous years' 60 to 70%. The third-side chairman says the competition in this year's election was high. In welfare sector, the competition is quite keen this time. Most of the voters, they find that this time is not a political competition. The candidates compare their welfare agenda, their proposal, So it allows the interest of the voter to take action to take the role. This is quite different in the past. In the past, the political intentions is a great influence about the result of the election. But this time, I think professional welfare agenda is more important than the political agenda. The lawmaker representing the medical sector, Pierre Chan, has announced that he will not run for re-election in LegCo in December. Writing on his blog, he said Hong Kong was seeing big changes while the political situation was unstable. He said he would continue to to fulfil his mission as a doctor. The embattled mainland property developer Hong Kong listed Evergrande has started offering to repay investors with discounted real estate to avoid defaulting on its huge debt. The firm says anyone willing to redeem their financial investments this way instead of asking for cash should get in touch. Evergrande owes more than 3 billion US dollars. To the weather forecast, mainly cloudy with a few showers, the minimum temperature will be around 28 degrees, hot with sunny periods tomorrow. The current temperature is 28 degrees and the humidity at 92%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past 11. Back to our top story tonight. All candidates for the election committee poll had to pass a vetting process to ensure that only those deemed patriots by Beijing can hold public office. But Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the authorities welcome people from all walks of life into the political system. But we still welcome uh, people from all walks of life. People have different opinions about the uh, government policies to, um, to uh, go into uh, the political system. Uh, as long as we all share the common objective that we will uh, continue to succeed under one country, two systems, and we will not do anything to undermine national security. Barnabas Fung, who chairs the Electoral Affairs Commission, said there was a small hiccup at, at the at the polling station at the Exhibition Centre, which delayed the counting process. There was some mishap in the delivery of the ballot boxes from the voting uh, ballot uh, polling station in uh, CEC here and you have to understand before the ballot boxes can be transferred to the central polling station a lot of accounting has to be done to reckon different aspects of the issuing of papers the Confederation of Trade Unions says its members will discuss and vote on a motion to disband on October the 3rd. Its leaders said they were terrified after receiving messages claiming that if they continue to run the group, their personal safety might be at risk. But the Confederation's Vice President, Leo Tang, said he could not divulge the details of the messages. We cannot tell the details on what kind of message we have got and lead us to the decision of dismiss. We are sorry about that. We couldn't really tell the details, but it is uh, clear for our, our leadership that we feel terrified. The boxing champion and politician, Manny Pacquiao, has said he plans to run for president of the Philippines in next year's election. He said he'll run on an anti-corruption platform. The BBC's Abigail Maudsley reports. Manny Pacquiao is considered to be one of the greatest boxers of all time. He's also an influential politician in the Philippines, serving as a congressman for two terms before entering the Senate in 2016. Now he's been nominated by a faction of the country's governing party to run for president. But there's a rift within the party between Mr Pacquiao's supporters and those of the incumbent President Rodrigo Duterte. The Constitution limits presidents to one term, but Mr Duterte's allies have already nominated him for vice president. They want a Duterte loyalist in the top job. Afghanistan's Independent Human Rights Commission says it's been unable to function since the Taliban seized power last month. The BBC's Anbarasan Etirajan says the development will be of concern to those who worked for the organisation. This is really worrying for many human rights activists. In the past few years, you know, there, are, there have been conducting a lot of investigation into alleged violations, both by the Afghan army and the Taliban, which means they might have their own people on the ground in different provinces. So the, the Taliban might be having information of these rights activists. And also the commission says, if you look at what is happening in places like Panjshir Valley, where heavy fighting was going between the Taliban and some of the, you know, the groups from there were against the Taliban, there have been talks about alleged violations. Australia has defended its decision to scrap a multi-billion US dollar submarine purchase from France in favour of a new security pact with the United States and Britain. The Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, said France had been told that Australia had serious concerns about the submarine deal. We formed the view that the capability that the attack class submarines uh, we're going to provide uh, was not what Australia needed to protect our, our sovereign interests. That's what the decision was about. It was about protecting Australia's sovereign interests. And, of course, um, it is a matter of great disappointment to, to the French government and to the Naval Group and those who are working on the project. To end the news, the top stories once again... Ballots are now being counted for the election committee election, the first vote since Beijing revamped Hong Kong's electoral system. Lawmaker Alex Mack has said the the election committee incorporates many representatives from the grassroots. And a social welfare candidate says competition in his subsector has been tough. The news from RTHK. In our newsroom, Vicky Wong. Ten minutes after eleven, hour two of Sunday lights. Taking out of the weekend into the brand new week. Kevin Lewis through until two... Freak and chic, never give up. Follow and follow the show, get in touch, leave a message, comment on the music, or just uh, generally say hello. Uh, You can do that on Facebook. All you've got to do in your Facebook, search for Kevin Lewis, K-E-V-I-N, Kevin Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, Kevin Lewis, on RTHK Radio 3. Find the page and you can uh, follow the show there and uh, send us a message. More now from Prince.